0: Good morning good afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host thank you for joining me i hope you're well and i hope all is good with you in your world i hope everything's great Today is the 26th of september we're getting closer and closer to the end of the year i mean yeah after this by um the end of this week we'll be in the fourth quarter of the year and yeah this year i think has gone pretty fast it has been a It has been a good year for me, I would say. Um, It's the year when I started my Bible study program and it has been really life-changing for me. And helped me in ways that I could not have imagined. You know, God has just used it. One thing it has taught me is that I'm somebody who needs to have some structure in their lives. So I think what I'm going to do, even when I finish this program, I will make sure I have at least one Bible course going you know i'm just going to keep keep it going like probably until jesus comes because otherwise i probably wouldn't read the bible you know i'm just going to find a way whereby i'm i'm in bible school for the rest of my life i think because there's just no way i would have read the bible the way i'm reading it now if i wasn't on this program and i don't think it's something that i need to do just for 2 years i need it for the rest of my life i really need it this is a wellness thing on my part now And I I trust God that in my, in the next decade, I will have the kind of freedom to just, you know, really go out there, take a year off and do nothing but either missionary work or Bible work or something. And I don't have to worry about, you know, children or everybody, everybody's living their life and doing their thing. And I can finally go, you know, after what really, you know, what gives me joy. And, you know, from my ears, from my mouth to God's ears, you know, I'm just praying that God you hear that, make that opportunity for me. I would really love it. I I had that opportunity in my 20s and I did it and it was lovely. It was challenging. It was taxing, but it was one of the best years of my life. And um, since then, you know, life, responsibility, family, and all those things have taken preeminence. But I, I, I look forward to the days when, i would be able to do that again and i trust god that he will make it possible so right now i don't really have that much to say today but you know as these things go typically i you know put on the mic and i start speaking and the lord brings his you know his um his word forward and many times i've spoken to myself and thought should i you know do what normal people do should i get a guest on the show but When I I just thought about it right now, I, I, I never do this. This podcast I never done alone. The Holy Spirit is always here. And this is, you know, this is how he wants it to be, at least for now. And, you know, I just be obedient to that. So, yeah, so every time he, regardless of, you know, where the state of mind that I'm in when I start, whether I have something to say or not. Once I start speaking, the Holy Spirit takes over and then, you know, from then on something else happens and, you know, it's just really wonderful that way. So, um, today I want to talk about something that the Lord is teaching me ab- about, you know. I'm somebody who I I can be quite impatient when things are not going at the pace that I want it to go. And, um, you know, when, when the Bible talks of Jesus who said he learned obedience to the things that he suffered... I, I I think I'm the kind of person that you say is learning to be patient through the things that I've gone through and realizing that just like I talked about at the last music, God has his timetable, he has his own schedule that he's working against and it will never be the same as the natural earthly calendar and timeline that we have drawn and it's also not in my interest for me to want God to walk to my timeline because my timeline is imperfect it's incomplete, it's it is incomplete is flawed there's a lot of information that is not taken into consideration that is where i'm completely unaware of it's a very limited timeline it probably doesn't even have the best you know possible plan for me because it's it's just simply does not have as much information as it would need to for it to really have the value that it should in my life or i would want it to have so I think that was a big aha moment for me at the last music when the Lord said that to me and I realized, okay, yes, he's walking to a different timeline. So to my own natural timeline, it's like he's late, but based on his own timeline, the information that he has about my future, you know, where things are going to go, his purpose for me, the obstacles on the way, the opportunities, the challenges, how he's going to make things work and what's just going on and what's right for me and right for me in my moment definitely his own calendar his schedule the appointments the meeting points the decision points the you know all of that the priorities exactly that you know it's going to be different and it's important that i recognize that so i said okay good that's that's really good that gave me a lot of comfort because i started getting a little bit antsy so that sort of like calmed me down because there's just it's like we're at this point where certain things are waiting to happen and it's going to make 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 a major difference in terms of what the next few years are going to be like for us and for me. So and I'm like, oh, let's get get ahead with it already. But, you know, like I said, God's working to a different timeline. And I'll let you know when things become a bit clearer. But for now, we're in that space whereby, you know, you're really at that crossroad point where, and it's almost like there's a traffic light. Actually, that's what you're on traffic light. So you're on pause and you're waiting for the traffic light to come on to tell you whether you should you know, you can take a left, or take a right, or or that sort of thing, so, and I don't do very well with pauses, when I'm in that pause, I like it when we're on the go, (laughs) or if you're telling me to stop, let's be definitive stop, then I know that, okay, we're not going anymore, but this is not a stop, this is a pause, so, yeah, and I'm learning how to, it's it's, it's not easy, but I think I'm, i'm more at peace with it now because when god made me realize that there's a different timetable so instead in that spirit of reflection i it's like the holy spirit brought me to philippians chapter 4 where um paul was talking about and i'm just going to read it in verse 11 when he says i have learned to be content regardless of my circumstances and he was talking generally in terms of material provision he was saying he i know how to live humbly i know how to abound i am accustomed to any and every situation to being filled and being hungry to having plenty and having need i can do all things through christ who gives me strength so he was really talking about the difficulties of life and how you know his life he's learned to live with the uncertainty of you know not knowing where his next meal is going to come from really and you know and that he had learned that sometimes you know in that kind of lifestyle sometimes he has a lot of sometimes he doesn't have as much so but that he's learning that in whatever situation he finds himself that he's learned to be content so content when he has abundance content when he's hungry content when there's a lot around him and there's a content when he has really really serious needs you know and that you know he, he just he's just learned that you know he can do all things to christ who gives him strength and you can really see that Paul had really gone through stuff. I mean, we could see it even in his missionary journey and the attacks that he had against people from, you know, like he said, he had enemies both amongst brethren, amongst the Jews, amongst the l- rulers of the time. You know, people were always always being betrayed left, right, and center and always, like he says, in prayer of, if, if it's not the elements of the of the night or, you know, it was from human enemies and all that, but he's saying here that he's learned to be content. I think there's a lot that I, we, I can learn from this, you know, the apostles and the way they live their life because they, they, they understood that being a Christian does not insulate you from the troubles of life. And they, they sort of prepared themselves for that. And I think that is what is missing from the Christianity of today. We are almost led to believe That we are supposed to live as though we're in in heaven, on earth. And it's so untrue. There's nowhere in the earth, in the scriptures, where Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, or anybody promised us a life without problems or challenges. But I kid you not, that is what we're being fed. Hook, line, and sinker every day. And that is really disturbing because that is not what... That is not what the scripture preaches. Except we are saying, I don't know. Is it that we want to preach it? We want to, I don't know. Is, it, is Christianity about what the Bible says or about what we think it should be saying? I mean, even Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation, but in me you will have peace. And that's what Paul is more or less saying here, that regardless of the ups and downs of life, and we see it, we see that life has ups and downs. For everybody... Not only for Christians, it's just that Christians have a unique up and down because the Bible says that they that will live godly on this earth will suffer persecution. So there's the persecution that comes to people who choose to live godly and then to people who are Christians and they have the testimony of Christ and they're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's a unique persecution. So it's persecution for the sake of Jesus. But there's generally this word. I notice that there are people who are... Anybody that does things, that that stands up for truth, for righteousness, for equity, for justice, they will be persecuted. That's what I'm seeing in my own environments. You know, people just want the bullies, the people who are harassing people, everybody protects them. Either they protect them, they shield them, they make excuses for them, that sort of thing. But the people who are calling out bad behavior, who are speaking up for what is true, they are the ones getting attacked. So generally... The ethics of the world is just upside down, at least in my environment and what I see generally in terms of public discourse on social media. It's like, you know, the more evil, the more contrary you can be, the better, which is why some people, you know, anyway, let me not get into that, but some people with some questionable views have very strong following because generally the more controversial you are, the more I don't care, the more evil you can be, the more attractive you are to people in this modern world. So, but what Paul is saying here is that, you know what? I've come to realize that life, in this life, there will be challenges. And there will be days that I'll be hungry and I may not be able to get food. There will be days that i have more than enough to eat. There will be days that I'll be without shelter. There will be days that I'll be sleeping in a comfy bed. And that regardless of what life throws at me, I have learned that in whatever situation I find myself, I should be content. And I, I started thinking about this myself and I was like, honestly, I am that person who is always waiting for that day when troubles will cease and I think I should just tell myself that that is not ever going to happen while I'm alive I've always been that kind of person who's always been waiting for that you know that time when every uncertainty you know i I don't like ambiguity I don't like uncertainty you know I'm always waiting for it's like I keep my life on hold waiting for when uncertainty will end and cease and the Lord is making me realize that I have to learn to be able to function even in the midst of diverse ambiguities. And that if I'm waiting for the day when that those um, uncertainties will end, then I will not do anything. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, and thank you, Holy Spirit, for dropping that in my heart now, I, I think of Abraham and all those people who never even saw the promises that God had given to them. But the Bible says that they died in faith. So, I mean, they lived with the ambiguity of not knowing when God's word was going to be fulfilled, but they continued to live as though they had received it, as if it had happened. They continued in faith, in love, in righteousness, in obedience to God, as though those promises had been fulfilled. But in actual fact, there were some elements of the promises that would be fulfilled in their lifetime, but there was a major part that was not destined to be fulfilled in their lifetime. But God needed them to live in faith. Their faith in their own lifetime played a very important part in making it possible for the final fulfillment or the future fulfillment of the, the covenant promises in the generations of those to come. So it's this is a this may seem very simple, you know, to you listening, but for me, this is a major thing because i i now realize that i have to learn how to be content and and i not, and i am not talking about material things because for me i think god has more or less sorted that out with me like i've said on this podcast this whole material um, god will provide for your needs is not really my issue or my problem that's not you know me and god we've gone through that we settled that where i struggle more is in emotional certainty you know um intangible pro- problems that have to do with life with relationships and things that you're just you know waiting on god to for direction you know that kind of ambiguity for not knowing okay god what's next for me where am i supposed to go next you've told me to do this you know sort of like i think the kind of thing that abraham felt when god told him you're going to ha- in this year, you know your seed be blessed and then there's no seed coming <laughs> you know that sort of thing and then you don't have a child and you're like am i just going to be here this is how my life is going to be and i'm not going to have it you know something like that so it's not a physical thing it's not something that money is not a problem that money will solve but it's something that is very important and it has significant impact on the on your life on earth in the quality the nature the direction of your life and you know So you won't go to hasten his promise. And we'll see how that happened with Abraham. You know, at some point when they felt God wasn't answering them, he went and he got a child through his servant, um, Haggai. And then they got Ishmael, which turned out to be a very problematic seed for both himself and the rest of the world, if you know what I mean. But eventually, he got his Isaac. You know, Isaac came forth. And, you know, what we will never understand is why did it take so long for Isaac to come? after from when God actually promised the word to when it actually happened but then again like we've said already God does not work towards man's calendar and the timeline that he's work, working towards is, is on it's not it's not you know we can't see it and the things that he sees we don't see but what he does do is that eventually in the fullness of time he will make His promise manifests. And I'm learning. I'm learning how to be patient through that time. When things are on pause. Because that's really what happened with Abraham. His life was on pause. I mean the whole promise thing. When I mean pause as in. Well I guess there was a lot happening in the spiritual. But in the physical. There wasn't. It was just supposed to just. This is what I've told you. Marinate with it. Stay with it. You know. Simmer. Bubble with it. But nothing, you know, allow, just wait. In fact, just wait until the fulfillment. Watch over the word, repeat it to yourself. Thank me for it. But just wait and watch for the fulfillment. That's something that I have to learn. And I'm, I think the Lord is leading me on how to learn that. So, it's, so now that I think about it, it's not so much about learning. It's, it, there's, there's an element of it that is learning. How to be content, but there's also an element of it of patience, and there's a le- level of waiting on the Lord, waiting on the Lord, just waiting on the Lord, and being content in that period of waiting. Hmm. Hmm. Isaiah forty twenty says that they that wait up upon the Lord shall renew their strength; they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Hmm. Waiting on the Lord. So maybe this will be the um, topic of my next musing. Because I think the Lord is moving me to another space now, but we're out of time. I'm just realizing that that, there really is something to be said about how to be in those moments when God puts things on pause in the physical while walking things out. in in the spiritual, in the supernatural. So I'll leave it at that. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.